Hello there, you're listening to the Sort Yourself Out podcast. This week, we're looking at an interesting aspect of timing in your readiness, or not, to sort yourself out. I'm your host, Janine Hunt, natural health therapist for over 30 years, hypnotherapist, lifelong student, and spiritual seeker. I like to seek out the most effective practices and techniques that provide the greatest bang for my buck and the fastest route to freedom from whatever is holding us back. I can't wait to share with you these powerful techniques so that you too can sort yourself out, know deeper meaning in your life, and best of all, a sense of inner peace. So let's get started. Well, hello there, and thank you so much for joining me today. This week, we're discussing whether you're actually ready to sort yourself out. Sounds like it should be a fairly obvious thing for a person to know, But I'm telling you, this is something that many people struggle with when it comes to making a change in their lives. You might even have noticed it yourself. You feel like you want to make a change. You know you need to make a change. And you try again and again, but you just can't seem to make it stick. Or worse, maybe you can't even get started. Or perhaps you feel like you know what you need to do. You know the steps to take, but you just cannot make yourself do it. We usually have to be really motivated to make a change in our lives, to break out of our habitual patterns of behavior, of thinking, and of being. And these things can be hard work. And if we're not sufficiently motivated, or if the stakes are not high enough, we may find ourselves backsliding, reverting to the old unwanted ways, or making false start after false start. And that is so dispiriting and demoralizing that we end up feeling burnt out with the whole process. So perhaps you've been bummed out for a long time and you're thinking, there's got to be more to life than this. Or maybe you do or say something and think, oh no, I can't believe I did that. I need to sort myself out. (laughs) Sometimes we need to hit rock bottom or have a serious scare or get totally fed up before we'll make the change we know we need to make and succeed at making it permanent. But here is the major point about being ready to sort ourselves out. We have to reach that point where it's less painful to make the change than it is to carry on as we are. I was in this situation myself many years ago. I was a drinker. I loved my wine. And on a good day, or I guess a bad one, I'd get through rather a lot of it. (laughs) Now, I'm not going to go into all the details of it, but for the sake of clarity here, I will tell you that I was not able to stop drinking despite many attempts spanning several years until I was having some serious health issues related to it. I had to hit rock bottom. Basically, my body was going numb. And this is how bad it was. It had been going on for years, developing numbness spreading from the extremities inward, and still I could not stop. I was just not sufficiently motivated to change until it got really serious and I could not ignore it any longer. And then when I was ready, a miracle came along that allowed me to stop drinking and be free of the desire to drink forever. And that, believe it or not, was a book called How to Control Your Alcohol by Alan Carr. I was amazed 
that after years of unsuccessfully trying to control my drinking, that a book had freed me in a matter of days. It still seems like a miracle today, 17 years on. Basically, Alan Carr's books, he also has one to quit smoking, which I recommend, his books unbrainwash you. They debunk the ideas you have about your addiction and why you drink or smoke. And they reorganize your thoughts so that you see things entirely differently and with clarity. This book, or rather the way this book worked, had a profound effect on me. I was so amazed and fascinated by the power of the mind to cure me and to actually free me of my long-held and deep-seated addictions that I went on to train as a hypnotherapist. But one thing I've discovered in myself and seen again and again in my clients is that you've got to be truly ready to change. You can go see a hypnotherapist to quit smoking, but if you're not 100% ready, it ain't gonna happen. I cannot tell you the number of times that I have offered healing advice to people and they've not been prepared to take the necessary steps on the path to healing. It took me a long time to learn that not everyone wants to heal and or they don't want to hear it from me. (laughs) But if you asked them, They would say, sure, of course I want to be better. I want to be healthy. I want to be free of this problem. But in reality, they are just not ready. And people have many reasons for not facing their demons or even sorting themselves out in minor ways. Some people are too deeply ensconced in their victimhood. They are utterly identified with their pain and suffering. It feels like they are their pain. It's who they are. And so who would they be without it? Some people really like the attention and sympathy they get when they talk about their issues. And usually, boy, can they talk. (laughs) So they don't want to give that up, even though it means continuing to suffer. Other people worry that they will distance themselves from friends and family if they make a big change in their lives. This is a real concern for people and can be a huge factor in not making a necessary change. Have you ever noticed that the people around you tend to have similar issues to you? They may love you, but when you decide to change your life, you hold up a mirror that reflects to them what's not working in their life. And maybe they don't want to see it or aren't ready to change themselves yet. And it can be uncomfortable for everybody. And there are loads of people who will only sort themselves out if it's as easy as popping a pill. They're not up for any introspection or any actual effort on their part. (laughs) And that is entirely their prerogative, as long as they don't want to go on about it to me. Others simply haven't found the way yet that will help them to move on from their problems. And there are lots of unknowable energies at work in the world that lead us to make a change when the timing is right and when we will most benefit from it. Looking at my story, if I had been able to stop drinking in my 20s when I really became aware of it as a problem, probably not much else in my life would have changed. 
Sometimes it has to get worse before it gets better, before a real transformation can take place. When I quit drinking at 38, I thought my problem was over and that I had sorted myself out, but in fact it was just the beginning of a really long process of breaking down those parts of myself so that I could experience a real transformation within myself and within my well-being that went so far beyond merely stopping the boozing. It was a big, messy reorientation that had me questioning everything I thought I knew about life, that necessitated giving up my cherished ideas about atheism, and that led me to step reluctantly and grudgingly onto the spiritual path. There was a whole new world of sorting myself out that I had no idea of just lying in wait for me. I needed to redeem all those things in my nature that led me to drinking in the first place. The lack of self-esteem, the social awkwardness, being young and impressionable. I just do not think that this would have happened had I quit boozing at 20 years old. And knowing what I know now, I can feel the hand of my soul in this, in the call to not just stop drinking to improve my health, but to deeply transform and get on the path to doing what I am meant to do in my life. Life is complex, and we have all incarnated in this body, in these circumstances, with these people, in this place, at this time in history, so that we can work some shit out (laughs) individually and together and move on healed and wiser. There we go, the purpose of life in a nutshell, according to Janine. We're working shit out. (laughs) It's not always obvious to observers or even to ourselves in the midst of it what is going on and the things that are at work on unseen levels. So yes, change can be hard and it can be scary leaving your comfort zone and stepping into the unknown. So how do you know if you're ready to sort yourself out? Well, generally, If it's less painful to stay as you are than to make the change, you may not be ready yet. You may need to go through some more life experiences before you can really free yourself of your problem and arrive at a place where you feel good within yourself. Try not to need to hit rock bottom, though. (laughs) It is not a required step on the journey to greater well-being. All that being said... I don't want it to stop you from seeking to heal your life. Sometimes sorting yourself out is incremental and takes place over the course of many years. But healing can also happen in an instant, and maybe that is your destiny. And these days, I'm focusing on learning and growing through joy rather than pain and struggle. I wasn't able to do that before. I just didn't have the knowledge. I recently finished running a free five-day challenge called the Fast Track to Joy about just that, learning and growing through joy instead of through pain and struggle and crises. That's the common way we learn. But really, isn't growing through joy a much nicer way? 
darn tootin' it is. <laughs> now, my free joy challenge is over. But if you're interested, those teachings are available in my new membership, The Better Than Happy Zone, along with a whole library of goodies, of techniques and practices to transform your well-being. And I'll be adding to that library every month. So if you're interested, go on over to betterthanhappyzone.com to check it out. That's betterthanhappyzone.com. So the important thing, if you're seeking to make a change in your life, big or small, is don't stop trying to sort yourself out. And also don't be discouraged or beat yourself up if you don't succeed at first. As my story shows, sometimes life has greater things in store for you than you could have imagined. Okay, on that happy note, that's all for today. Have a wonderful week. Bye for now. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. I really hope you found it helpful and full of uplifting ideas that you can put into practice in your life. And if you have, chances are your friends and family will too. So please share it with them on social media. You'll be helping them to sort themselves out because I bet you think they need it, right? But seriously, you'll also be doing me a huge favor and I will be eternally grateful for your generosity. It would also be lovely if you would leave me a review on iTunes, preferably a nice one, please. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast while you're there. If you have any questions or would like me to address a certain topic, I'd love to hear from you. You can email me at info at theinspirationcloud.com. Have a good one, folks. Thanks again, and I'll see you next week.